So this evening, I want to take a very important topic. I hope you are getting blessed the last three days. Let's open our Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. The Bible says, And the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out of the father to the reapers and he said to his father, My head, my head. If you want to title this word this evening, My head, my head. God wants to heal some heads this morning. God wants to heal some minds this morning. I've seen many people without hands. I've seen many people without legs. But I've never seen people, hallelujah, without, hallelujah, their head. Amen. I've seen people without ears and eyes. But I've never seen anyone live without a head. You can live without an eye, you can live without a ear, you can live without a hand, you can live without a leg. But you can never live without your head. Head is the most vital part of your life. It means that most important organ in our body is the head. The Lord has ordained this day to pray for your head after we share this message. That's why the healing anointing is flowing. Hallelujah. This evening God is going to set our heads free. Your head is what differentiates you. Your face is in your head. There are 206 bones in the human body of which 22 bones are in the head. Among those 14 bones are for the face Hallelujah All the actions of your body are coordinated from the head The devil for that reason is the reason that is always against our head Is always trying to attack our mind Our mind is our battlefield Many believers says, many women or men of God says Because the devil is always trying to attack our head And today the Holy Spirit is putting Hallelujah, praise the Lord A beginning to have clarity some of, some of our heads, some of our thoughts Hallelujah, blessed be the name of the Lord Whatever curses Hallelujah, cursed thoughts That was, hallelujah Controlling your life through your head Hallelujah Whatever attacks have been against your head The spirit is going to draw a line And going to say that you are going to have the mind of Christ You are going to have the head Hallelujah That will think the higher thoughts of Christ Hallelujah Blessed be the name of the Lord The spirit of God is drawing a line Hallelujah Whatever has happened on your head And that's what's controlling you The Lord is sending supernatural healing and wholeness Over your thoughts Over your head Over your mind This evening in the name of the Lord he is beginning, hallelujah, something, hallelujah, in your mind this morning, evening in the name of the Lord. He's making your heads free now. Hallelujah. There is a supernatural deliverance for your head this evening. That's what makes the difference. That's what makes, hallelujah, effective, hallelujah. Renew your mind, the Bible says, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Open your mouth and say, this is the day for the deliverance of my head, for the freedom of my head, for the healing of my head. In Jesus' name. Psalms chapter 7, verse 16 says a powerful word. It says, His mischief shall return upon his own head. His mischief shall return upon his own head. So, head is a collection of good and evil. Malayalatil in evil, we say, Orap, Orapuna Manasa. Orapia Manasa. Pishasin, Ornodrikina Manasa. A devil or a mind that is open to the enemy There is good and evil in the head The Bible says there is mischief in your head Hallelujah The Lord is going to set you some of you free 
from certain mischiefs this evening in the name of the Lord that's why in Psalm chapter 3 and the third verse says thou O Lord are a shield for me and the glory and the lifter of my head the Lord always tries and desires to lift up our head that's what the hallelujah God's heart is to lift up the head hallelujah the one who is most desired to lift up your head the one who most desires to see your head up is God himself the devil's intention is that we always look down the devil's intention is that we should live a life that is not lifted up we should live a life hallelujah where our heads are down hallelujah but my God is a God who lifts up our head devil is a bad devil he wants you to put you down he wants you to look down and walk he wants you to be ashamed but my Bible says he who looks to the Lord's face his faces are radiant his head is radiant is never covered with shame when the devil wants us to walk with our head hung down head hung low and bowed down there's a God who wants to lift up our head there's a God who wants to lift up our head he's a lifter up our head the Bible says that's why hallelujah we need to have lifted thoughts in our hearts lifted thoughts in our minds hallelujah Bible says put on the helmet of salvation hallelujah you need to have a helmet of salvation on your head oh glory to God you need to have the salvation the saved thoughts are lifted thoughts Sa saved people are not called to look down and walk down and have their heads down hallelujah Bible says with such great salvation that we have been saved do you know you are you are the saved of the Lord God sent his own son to save you you are so important to God it's so important to have saved thoughts Amen. What is what are the same thoughts? We have heard it many many times. The word salvation comes from Yasha, which means that the letter of punishment was against you. But when Jesus came on to and did uh, died on the cross, Hallelujah! He rewrote your sentence. He took your sentence away. As you were standing before the news and about to die, nobody comes with a letter. Hallelujah! But Jesus, God sent His own Son with a letter hallelujah like a president of a nation sends a letter and saying hallelujah he's been set free Amen. that you should not be hung hallelujah it means to deliver hallelujah it means to set you free from the sentence of death that you inherited because of your own wrongdoing because of the wrongdoing from adam onwards is it amazing that the lord set you from Hallelujah from the wrongdoing of Adam onwards to a place hallelujah that nobody can count a sin against you you are so saved if you don't know that you are saved if you don't have to put on the helmet of salvation hallelujah you will live an average ordinary life know who you are hallelujah Jesus is a letter from God he delivered you from the sentence of death when nobody could save you it comes from the word Zozo in Isaiah 35 4 the Bible says say to those who are fearful hearted be strong and do not fear behold your God will come with a vengeance with the recompense of God he will come and save you 
that word sozo means an escape from destruction imagine a sparrow hallelujah in your hand and you can strangle it to death but as you begin to strangle it it slips away from your hand you are the one who slipped away from the trap of the enemy you are the one who God set you free you are the one who escaped the destruction from the hand of the enemy hallelujah the bible says all those who call upon the name of jesus shall be saved if you are listening to me somebody at home if you call upon this jesus you can have the helmet of salvation and you don't need to walk in condemnation anymore your head can be free to walk in the plan and the purpose of god to walk a life separated from the world separated from the plans of satan and to enter into the plans of god a law a life world committed and dedicated and separated and hallelujah a life that is holy and set apart to god bible says put on this helmet of salvation he has saved you hallelujah pray he has given you a new passion a passion to serve god a passion to walk in the righteousness of god he called you right hallelujah he drove away hallelujah praise the lord everything that tried to kill you hallelujah praise the lord out of his own passion he drove away in his vengeance everything that the devil tried to do against you blessed be the name of the lord he might have tried to oppress you he might have tried to kill you he might have put uh, sickness and death and depression but when hallelujah the lord sent salvation you are set free from hell satan world demons sickness it's a full package that word so so means completeness it means total deliverance that's the thoughts and the consciousness a truly saved person will have he refused to walk in something else he might stumble but he will never live a life that god delivered him out of hallelujah he can't there's a new life within you it covers all aspect of life have you put on the helmet of salvation the bible says you know some of you are watching me maybe you've never accepted the lord are you saved how do you know that you are saved john chapter 19 verse 30 says when jesus had received the so wine he said it is finished and bowing his head he gave up his spirit he said it is finished the greek word for it is finished is tetelestai it was which was used in the business which meant the debt is fully paid it was also used in the judgment of the court system which meant the sentence is fully served it was also used in the military term which meant the battle is fully won so when jesus said it is finished he said three things your debt is fully paid your debt of sin the sentence for punishment and judgment for us what we deserve the time of bondage has been fully served by jesus the battle against the devil and sin and the enemies of sin and sickness and viruses have been fully won and we are called to rest in the finished work of jesus christ what is salvation salvation is resting in the finished work of jesus christ who fought your battle so that you can live the life of victory oh come on somebody that's salvation and all that it takes is confess with your mouth that jesus christ is lord and believe in your heart god has raised him from the dead the bible says you are saved and if you are saved and somebody is watching have you put on the helmet of salvation this is putting on the helmet of salvation saying it's finished and i'm walking hallelujah in the finished work of jesus christ come on somebody in john chapter 20 and verse 31 says but these are written that you might believe that jesus is christ the son of god that believing you may life in his name 
there is this life flowing the resurrection life he died for your sin he was buried for your sin he went on to hell and took your punishment but the bible says on the third day he rose again hallelujah and all those who have received him hallelujah all those who are baptized in his name have died hallelujah buried and rose again hallelujah with jesus christ and the same life that is in jesus is inside of you so just as he is with the father so are you in this world is this the thoughts that you are living are you representing jesus christ are you ambassador of jesus christ are you representing who jesus is before the father on earth are you living heaven on earth you are called to live a heaven on earth oh, Rabbi Shandar. The Bible says angels desires to look into it. Oh yeah, baka, staraka. I feel the anointing and impartation of the Lord flowing through the inside of you. Catch this revelation. Bible says salvation is a gift of God. It is not through earned. Somebody who's watching, Pastor, how can I be saved? Hallelujah. Do I uh, pray somewhere? Do I uh, light the candle? Hallelujah. Do I do something for my penance? No. Every penance has been served and paid. There is nothing that you need to do. All that you need to do is to accept it, is to receive it, is to confess with your mouth. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9, by grace that you have been saved through faith and not by yourselves. It is the gift of God, not works. Lest anyone should boast. You cannot boast. Nobody can stand before God and say, I did it. No, you have to believe. But he did it. And you have to receive it as a gift. Bible says in Romans 10, 9, 10. If a, hallelujah. It is with heart one believes unto righteousness. And with mouth confession is made into salvation. Believe this. And open your mouth and confess it. Not privately alone. The Bible says you should not be ashamed of Jesus Christ. Matthew 10 38 says, Whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father in heaven. It's a public confession. Hallelujah. You tell everybody, I was dead, now I'm saved. I was lost, now I'm found. I was a sinner, now I'm a saint. Not because of what I have done, but what he has done. Only the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when you do that, the Spirit of God comes and resides in you. Because only the Holy Spirit can help us to make this confession. And only the Holy Spirit can cause us to live the Christian life. 1 Corinthians 12, 3 verse says, Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And this is eternal life, John 17, 3 says, that you may know him the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent you can enter into this eternal life for eternity God has called us to eternity not to live a life on this earth for a few days our life the Bible says in Jude chapter 1 he has called in his mercy to eternity oh hallelujah glory to God so are you the one who carrying these thoughts only the Holy Spirit can help you to make this confession from your heart because Ephesians 1 13 and 14 says in whom you were trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation I'm going fast in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the guarantee of our inheritance and the redemption of our purchase possession to the praise of his glory oh you didn't get that isn't it you have to read it in your Bible the Bible says after you have trusted after you have heard the word of truth word of truth the gospel of your salvation and in whom you are trusted have believed you are sealed with the spirit of promise ah yeah 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 
you are sealed as a commodity that belongs to heaven you're sealed with a commodity that belongs to the God the Father but Jesus breathed on the disciples the Holy Spirit he said I am going to my father and your father when the Holy Spirit was breathed onto you he introduces you to the Heavenly Father and the Bible says nobody can snatch you from the father's hands The Bible says in Ezekiel 36 26 and I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and will you will keep my judgments and do them the same thing spoken in Hebrews 8 10 and 11 what he's saying is you can confess Jesus Christ only through the Holy Spirit you can go to heaven only through the Holy Spirit you can live the Christian life only through the Holy Spirit when you are born again this the third person of the Trinity God himself is residing inside of you you can only live the Christian life through him and he's residing in you hallelujah if you are safe this is the life that you live Philippians 2 12 13 the Bible says if you are saved therefore my beloved as you have always obeyed not in my presence also but now much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you both to heal both to his will and to for his good pleasure God in this reference speak about the Holy Spirit because Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father it is the Holy Spirit who walks works in you to his will and to his good pleasure Holy Spirit works in the saved people and the Bible says what he works inside of you you work out are you working out your salvation with fear and trembling oh come on somebody if you're like sheep that you've gone your own way come back to the shepherd come back of your backsliding the Bible says in Romans 8 16 the spirit himself bears witness to our spirit that we are the children of God the spirit will tell us that we are the child of God as many as who are called by name John chapter 1 verse 12 says has given the power to be called the child of God the Holy Spirit is the one hallelujah who keeps telling you that you are the child of God you cannot believe you are safe you have need the Spirit of God to bear witness to you hallelujah you need the Holy Spirit to have these safe thoughts first thing that he because of this because you should not go to error the first thing that after you are saved the first thing that he'll tell you the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 13 by one spirit we are all baptized to the body we are baptized in the local church and planted in the local church come on someone I'm just telling you all these things you know but I'm just telling you, you know Bible says put on the helmet of salvation last week we heard we are baptized into one body and buried through baptism that we shall be raised with them we shall walk in the newness of life anybody who is born again what is his experience give a book of the newness of life he, 2 Corinthians 5 17 says the old has gone all things have become new you have no connection you're a new creature come on these are the same thoughts put on these are by faith you have to put on the helmet of salvation you're a new creature I told you you're a new creature you have nothing to do with all you're dead to the elements of the world you're dead to sin you're dead to the world nothing else you're dead to the devil you have dead to the bondage of the devil he has no say there is nothing that the devil has in you 
then why are you opening doors to the enemy why some people says why am i sinning i told you as babes in christ in 1 john 12 says little children sin but that's not you're never going to be a little children all your life you progress into son not getting up confession getting up confession no hallelujah that's why god has given us this grace grace is not the license to sin grace is not given hallelujah to do whatever you want to do grace is given the bible says you sin has no dominion over you in romans chapter 6 14 because you are not under law but under grace grace sets you from legalism grace sets you from uh, uh, religious spirits great releases you to walk in the newness of life without a burden great gives you the dominion over sin and satan great gives you to live a kingly life a supernatural life over sin satan and sickness grace enables you to love each other as you love yourself according to galatians chapter 5 verse 14 that you says you have fulfilled all the law by obeying one law that is to love your neighbor as yourself grace exceeds the law bible says Romans 5, 6, 8, 9 But when we were still without strength in due time Christ died for ungodly But God demonstrates his own love towards us And while we were still sinners Christ died for us Much more having now him justified by blood We are not weak anymore We were weak Now we are strong Finally brethren be strong in the Lord We are safe from the wrath of him Hallelujah Ephesians 1 says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace The riches of his grace is what we are living put on the helmet of salvation see the kind of grace that is upon your life Don't live in guilt don't live in condemnation don't live in bitterness Bible says there is therefore no more condemnation in Christ Jesus who did not walk according to the flesh according to the spirit the Christian life is not a life after the flesh Oh, hallelujah how does this grace function in your life 2 Corinthians 5 21 says he made him who knew sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God you function in grace through the righteousness of God you reign through the right standing of God keep declaring that you're the righteousness of God hallelujah that you have a right standing with God then when you stand before God God does not sin any sin that you've committed in the past he sinned the same standing Jesus has with God you are having the same standing that's why you are able to say with boldness say to the mountain hallelujah because you know who you are in Christ Jesus that's why your Bible says don't throw away your confidence a confidence comes through the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus our own righteousness the Bible says is filthy rags the righteousness Romans 1 16 7 says I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ but the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jew first and also for the Greece for in it in the gospel a righteousness is revealed from faith to faith you move from faith to faith not sin to sin not failure to failure not unbelief to unbelief not doubt to doubt not backsliding to backsliding come on from faith to faith oh see the life that is promised see the life that is inside if it is truly inside you move from faith to faith Oh, Rabba Shantara, put on the helmet of salvation. Our righteousness is God's gift in Christ Jesus. It is not something to be earned. Righteousness manifests, the righteousness in your spirit manifests in holiness. 
if you have the righteousness of God and you say ah oh, I can't live holy it's a lie of the devil that's not the truth of the gospel Bible says without holiness nobody shall see God which means righteousness leads to holiness he's coming for a holy church he's given the righteousness to God to work in a holiness through your life to manifest his right right works through your life oh come on somebody it's so important that you know that I'm the righteousness of God in the Old Testament the Bible says the righteous falls immediately get up the righteousness see in the Christian life even if you stumble into sin nobody practices sin nobody live in sin if you're really born again if you stumble into sin you'll immediately get up but that's in the Old Testament a New Testament we don't need to stumble if you seek the Lord in them if you seek the Word of God the comfort and the hope of the scriptures we don't need to stumble but even if you stumble the Bible says there's an advocate you don't need to walk in live in the condemnation and guilt immediately get up and sin no more walk in the power of God's word that's Christian walk that's Christian history that's why the Bible says in Matthew 6 33 seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you you function through grace and righteousness and what does this grace do Titus 2 11 and 12 says for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust that we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age whichever age you are in the grace is a teacher it teaches you not to sin but to deny your flesh deny yourself take up the cross and follow Jesus that's the victorious Christian life that's why Romans 6 14 says you shall not sin shall not have dominion for you are not under law you're not that's religion come to church justified by obeying the law no that's religion I did this I did that I did this you're justified through righteousness by grace and the transformation happens inside not outside religion is outside it happens inside it flows through you hallelujah and it flows through you you come from a babe to a young man who conquers sin who conquer the wicked one who conquer every demon every part of the enemy and you move into a fatherly level I've been to told you last week that hallelujah praise the Lord there is a place where you don't need to sin you have no desire to sin you have a desire to finish the race that is set before us when you live this kind of life you hear the voice of the shepherd my sheep shall hear my voice you will have the fruit of the Bible says a tree is known by its fruit if the root is grace if real grace is moving in the inside of you you cannot live a fruitless life Bible says the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control for the spirit of for the fruit of the spirit all goodness in Ephesians 5 9 says he includes three more righteousness and truth the grace will bring forth submission obedience in Ephesians 5 21 submitting to one another in the fear of God Hebrews 13 7 obey those who rule over you and be submissive for they watch out for your souls as those who you must who must give an account let them do with joy 
Am I doing with joy? And not with grief for that it would be unprofitable to you. So this is what grace does. It leads you to holiness, submission, obedience. Your life will be one of the work of love. 1 John 3.14 says, we know. How do you know? We are saved. We know we are saved. How? We are passed. We know we are passed from death to life because we love our brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. The real fruit that we have passed from death to life is our love for brothers. There is an inbuilt love God put in the inside of you to love each other and it grows. That's why I said, put on the helmet. Today I start with this, put on the helmet of salvation. Put on the helmet, it's important to guard your heart, your mind, your thoughts with the same thoughts. To be a more than a conqueror, that will protect your head from the enemy. Hallelujah. When you walk under these revelations as a born again child of God, there is a mark. You will know that there is a mark of the Lord, the seal and the guarantee of your inheritance, a mark. No antichrist can put a mark on your head. This is the church. This is how you prepare. The Bible says a church, Jesus is going to present to his father. We are not the one who is present. Jesus himself is going to present. But what is our role? To have these thoughts. Oh, then you will be without spot or blemish. Are you here church? Are you here church? He always wants to lift up your head. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 18 to 20. It speaks about four horns that are in Jerusalem. Are you here church? If you have understood how saved you are, you need to stand up and give a shout of praise. What a privilege, hallelujah, of serving this Jesus. Hallelujah. No wonder David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says in Zechariah, 1 18 to 20 then lifted up my eyes and saw and behold four horns and four horns and i said unto the angel that talked with me what be these and he answered me these are horns which have scattered judah israel and jerusalem horns scatter and the bible goes on to say and the lord showed me four carpenters then i said ah then said i what come these to do and he spoke saying these are the horns which have scattered Judah so that no man did lift up his head. These are come to fray them, to cast out the horns of the Gentiles which lifted up their horn over the land of Judah to scatter it. What was the purpose of the horns that Zechariah saw? That is, that God's people would not lift up their heads. Even this times, the devil is trying to scatter the church. That no one should lift up their head. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every news, every shows, every movies that try to disturb and destroy, to put you down, the church of the living God, I rebuke it and I scatter it in seven directions in the name of Jesus today I want to tell you something what came to scatter you 
will be scattered in seven ways. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is sending a supernatural deliverance to your head. Open your mouth and say, God is sending supernatural deliverance to lift up my head. Hallelujah. The deliverance is in your mouth. Open your mouth and say, God is sending a supernatural, hallelujah, deliverance to lift up my head. In the book of Isaiah, it says, if your head is sick, your whole body is sick. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 5 to 6, why should you be stricken anymore? You will be revolt more and more. The whole head is sick. The whole heart faint from the sole of your foot even unto the head there is no soundness in it but wounds and bruises purify pit, putrefying souls they have not been closed rather bound up neither modified with ointment neither mollified with ointment hallelujah that's why the bible says you know when it attacks your mind your head it affects the full body no wonder psalmist said in psalm 23 he anoints my head with oil that's why that oil needs your head free your whole body is sound free your head has light clarity soundness the whole body will be moving in that direction what is head in the bible your head is a symbolic of your destiny in the Bible, each organ has signifies something. Your hand is a symbolic of labor. God said, I will bless the fruit of thy labor. Your legs, the symbolic, symbolic of your walk. Hallelujah. Symbolizes your movement. But head symbolizes your destiny. Who you will become in Christ. It's the most important part of your body. When God blesses his children in the Old Testament, he said, I will make you the head and not the tail. Why? If you are the tail and if the tail is cut out, nothing much happens. You can still go on. But if you cut the head, there are consequences. Look at your company. God said he will make you the head and not the tail. It means in a company, if they change your place and position, there are consequences. God has put you there for a purpose. That's why you have to declare I am the head and not the tail. Because you are the one who are supposed to bring blessings there. God's presence there. Are you bringing? After this lockdown, are you going to be the head in your company? Who will bring God's blessings and God's glory and this gospel into your company? Because it is through you that the company is blessed. It is through you the family is blessed. That's why the husband is important, the headship. Oh, all your husbands, be the head of the house. There are so many wives and children who are suffering because the husbands are not taking the headship. They're not telling what God said in his word to them. They're not interpreting God's plan to your lives. Help us, Lord. A family is blessed through you because Jesus Christ is inside of you if you are the tail there is no significance nobody will ever know if you are cut but if you are the head and if you are cut they will know you're important 
today the lord is sending a supernatural deliverance to protect your headship to protect your head in your body receive it as you pray in the holy spirit ramba thora zanda brate sote beste loka brati ol bronte menestele la bavolsele vari ausele diade otavale hadele omale hadi vali hadele dele 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 omala dele bolo bhorosele dere dere hori badi hadere from the top of their head to the soles of the feet that they be restored soundness lord in the name of the lord that they be the head and not the tail let us be the head and not the tail above and not beneath lord in the name of jesus christ amen oh i feel such deliverances moving oh even into your homes hallelujah maybe some of you not even feel like sitting down but just experience the power of the holy spirit Descending upon your life. The brain is an organ inside your head. Your intelligence. It controls your body temperature. The brain controls your heart rate. It is the coordinating center of the whole body. You can transplant your heart, but nobody has transplanted a brain. The brain is the control room of your whole body. The brain regulates your pressure, your appetite. That's why the devil oppresses and attacks the head the most. But the Holy Spirit is putting a beginning today. Whatever is coming against your head, sicknesses, curse, words of curse, past. Whatever the devil has sown, the Holy Spirit is arresting it. And let your heart be enlightened again. The Holy Spirit is plucking it out. Hallelujah. Every seed that has been ever released in your life. Hallelujah. He is releasing your head. And he is hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Putting hallelujah. His anointing. His power. His glory. His presence upon your head. Receive it now. Let there be a supernatural deliverance upon your head in Jesus name. Amen. It's your brain that tells you what to do and not to do. Some people say he doesn't have senses. What they are referring to someone sometimes is in a mental hospital when they say that. He doesn't have senses. But there are many people who have real problems with their head. Not mad people who are walking out. Not all mad people. You know, there are mad people sometimes who are distressed, who have problems. But there are people who are wearing suits has a problem in their head. There are people with three-piece suit that are mad. So when you say they don't have senses, it doesn't mean that it's only mad people. There are people coming to church who doesn't have senses. There are people who are sitting in big companies whose head is not correct. In that case, there are mad people sitting in big companies. Because when we say that there are no senses, we always relate it to mad people. In that case. The maximum number of drugs that are sold are for head tranquilizers. Hallelujah. Head tranquilizers. Head tranquilizers. The maximum. How do you know that if your head is in bondage? And then we'll pray. If your head is in bondage, 
you can see but you're not able to reach there where you're seeing you're not able to reach there somebody is blocking something is blocking if the devil is bound someone's head you're not able to receive I'm preaching but you're not able to receive if your brain is in bondage it will plan evil how to destroy it will plan to destroy someone it will plan to harm someone oh I command those kind of evil plots to be broken in the name of Jesus once a professor of a Bible college said pastor one of my students of my Bible college has come only one intention is how can I destroy this Bible college how to create division there and the same time he prays in tongues he knows the scriptures but the problem is that the head is in bondage today in the church in whichever ministry whatever area where the devil is bound hallelujah your head let it be loosed in the name of Jesus I release your head now in the name of Jesus I release your thoughts now hallelujah in the name of Jesus hallelujah I release the goodness of God in every head Lord let them experience that the head be free now in the name of Jesus let them have safe thoughts salvation thoughts in their heads in the name of Jesus Lord tonight the Lord wants to break curses in your brain look at somebody and say it is a night of deliverance for your brain hallelujah amen because you have to say my head is not for the devil my head is not to destroy have me or somebody else my head is to build the church my head is to think God's thoughts my head is to walk in Lord's grace my head is holy unto God my thoughts are holy unto God every shrewdness in my head every battle against my head I rebuke it in the name of Jesus let it be loose now let it be loose now let it be loose now oh everything that is connected to your past let it be loose now every familiar spirit be loose now every wrong counsel be loose now oh in the name of Jesus every confusion be loose now every evil be loose now in the name of Jesus rebuke it in Jesus name Amen. if your head is in bondage you will remember what needs to be forgotten and you will forget what needs to be remembered there are so many good things to be remembered but in some families nowhere nobody remembers the good thing some people come to church nobody remembers what has been church is doing to them pastor has done to them they'll only remember one or two faults some remember only one word that the husband spoke that day they married rest of the days they've not remembered the good things it means your head is bound by the devil no matter how much a good person has done for you you forget all that is remembered over one thing that he did not do that's a that's a that's a that's a wicked spirit the name of Jesus I release the head it means your head is bound if you receive this word in sincerity this is the beginning for some bondages will be destroyed demons will leave deliverance of some head in the name of Jesus going to come upon your life symptoms of brain under bondage or attack let's look at some of the symptoms if you are the one who has 30 of them I'm going to tell you 63 symptoms if you are the one 30 of them you need to come and ensure that you're prayed over by me by the laying of hands when you see me next time I'm going to pray by faith over you if you still struggle if you still but I believe 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Even I'm going to lift my hands that you're going to be free. Hallelujah. But in case, number one, moodiness. Always melancholic. If you're always moody, it means the devil has bound your head. Fearfulness. Will I get sick? What will happen to my children? What will happen tomorrow? You're fearful about everything. Unusual fears. Increase negative thinking. You're never able to think anything positive ever. You're always thinking negative. Decreased motivation. You're not motivated to do anything. Extreme negative emotion. Always crying or always laughing. A lot. That's bondage. I'm not saying all this for you to identify someone else's bondage. I know some of you just, ah. <laughs> but it's for you. Not for your wife's, your neighbor's wife, your parents, your in-laws. It's about your deliverance. You should be willing to receive it. Lift your hands and say, I have freedom over my head in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Appetite problems, sleep problems, insomnia. You want to sleep, but you're not able to. Not about one night where you are awake, but when it is gradually increasing, you're sleepless always. Increase sexual responsiveness. When your head is in bondage, if there is even the slightest opportunity to sin, I'm not speaking about sex in marriage, but when your head is in bondage, even if the slightest opportunity to sin, you will creep into it. Wanting to commit adultery, wanting to see lewd things, if you hear one seducing word or something seductive, you immediately fall into sin of masturbation. Some of you are born again, you are praying always, or someone unfamiliar to you makes your sexual advance towards you and you fall into it, easily caught up in sexual sign, a sexual sin. It's a sign of attack in your brain. Now let me tell you something. In the Korean church, there were a group of people who were saved, but had these issues. Paul reminded them, don't you know that you are redeemed? Don't you know that you are saved? It was the saved thoughts that brought them out. And 2 Corinthians 8, Paul speaks about they brought into godly repentance. Even there was a man, a very moral man who slept with his stepmother. Where Paul gave it to the devil. They're saying at least let his spirit be saved. That he will be too much into oppression that he will know. Only Jesus can save him. And the Bible says even he repented. Any sexual addictions. If you know that you are the child of God. If you are saved and redeemed. And if you give yourself into this grace of God. You can get out of it. Even today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, I sense certain addictions broken. In the name of Jesus. Pornography broken. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke that unclean spirit through mobiles, through gadgets. Some of you are committing internet adultery. 
some of you have internet idolatry you are so idol your idol is internet you cannot live without the internet god is releasing you in the name of jesus lift up your hand and say in the name of jesus let my head be free now in the name of jesus let my brain be free now in the name of the lord some people overdressing you must dress well but not overdress some people overdress and there's no dress <laughs> many a time rarely have i seen beauty and brains going together <laughs> sexual looseness it's a lack of intelligence social isolation not about corona covid 19 and tomorrow don't go out and say pastor said i have a problem so i go out no social isolation avoiding a crowd always want to be alone you feel as if the whole world is against you is nobody for you that kind of an isolation low energy lack of interest in others extreme selfishness not caring about others issues only me and myself there are people like that in the church lord i release them into your hands i command wholeness hallelujah over their lives in jesus name amen put your hand on your head and say i am free, free. from that spirit of selfishness now in jesus name amen a feeling of hopelessness about the future excessive guilt abnormal crying crying when you see a movie when tom catches a jerry crying for every small thing low self esteem inferiority complex and not thinking good about yourself bored and dissatisfied with life always bored not satisfied no matter what you get in life a new car a home a business no inner satisfaction unreasonable forgetfulness severe forgetfulness poor concentration maybe the parents are professors but if you ask your son what is 1 plus 1 he says 8 the parents are educated and intelligent but if you ask son what is 5 plus 5 he says 150 some children are in that condition i decree freedom now in the name of jesus the lord is going to enlighten your minds and intelligence of your children of our generation in the blood name of jesus number 2 extreme anxiety always worried and anxious there is a saying worry will keep you busy but will not get you anywhere that's why jesus said do not worry about tomorrow look at the birds of the i take care of them and i'll take care of you If I take care of them I'll take care of you. You can add even a single day to your life by intense about tomorrow. So let that bondage of worry leave your life. After COVID-19, don't worry. During COVID-19, don't worry. COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21 doesn't matter. We don't worry. We have a father in heaven who takes care of our lives. Come on somebody. Give him praise and glory in the house of God. Hallelujah. There is a God who takes care of your tomorrow. My tomorrow is in the hands of the Lord and not in the hands of the devil, on the hands of the courtroom, on the hands of the judges, and the hands of the policemen, in the hands of the criminals. No, not in the hands of the schemers. Our life, my times are in your hands, Psalmist said. Glory. Oh, hallelujah. Nervousness. I'm not speaking about how one or two of these symptoms. Always remember, 
I'm not speaking about one of these symptoms, but you have at least 30 of these, you need to get prayed over. 24 panic attacks, 25 increased muscular action, Muscle, muscles are always vibrating, multiple and constant headaches, always having sore muscles, hand tremors, pounding heart, feeling dizzy. It is an attack against your head, fainting, unsteady on your feet, losing balance, unusual feeling of sickness, feeling nauseous and wanting to vomit, thinking that there is some sickness in your body always, thinking that you might have cancer through it. It might be a mosquito bite, but you think it's a cancer. Immediately you Google about it, study and sweat over it. Unusual sweating, hot or cold flushes in your body, cold hands, tendency to expect the worst. You're always expecting the worst. Saying, Pastor, can you, can you, can you pray? My life is over. If you don't keep speaking to them, they will never improve. They'll never change. Fear of doing something crazy. You're on the top of the tall building or mountain and you think of junking. Not to die, but just a thought. Or you're riding on your bike on the highway and there are two trucks ahead of you and you have a crazy thought of riding between those two trucks. Persistent talking, always talking, short attention span. If you have such children, you need to lay hands on them and pray for them to leave it in the name of Jesus. Some children are setting free. Many, 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 many children God is setting free. Parents, lift your hands and pray for your children now in the name of the Lord. I command freedom and wholeness over our generation, over our children in the name of Jesus. Every slowness to leave now in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Father. May supernatural acceleration of your anointing touch them and release them. In the name of the Lord. Lack of perseverance. You quickly give up. You face on one hindrance in business and you want to leave. Or your wife becomes grumpy and you think you shouldn't have gotten married to her. Hallelujah. Somebody said that, Pastor, that one thing we are common. <laughs> Poor time management. Not knowing how to utilize your time. Disorganized. Not keeping the things in place. Life is organized. Hallelujah. Procrastination. Always keeping things for tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll go out for work. Tomorrow I'll work out. Tomorrow I'll diet. It should be today. Start doing your push-ups today. Not while watching after that. Hallelujah. Poor judgment. Failure to learn from experience. You keep doing the same mistakes again and again and again. Teacher taught you 3 plus 3 is 6. But you keep writing. It's 7. Teacher taught you again and again, but you have to write seven. Inability to pay attention to details. Having trouble in listening to others. You don't want to listen to others. You just want to speak. None of these things came in one stretch. It happened gradually. When it comes gradually, you need to resist it and say, I resist it. My head belongs to Jesus. My head is for Jesus. Hallelujah. I will glorify the Lord Jesus with my head. You need to open your mouth and say, Hallelujah, resist it. If you submit to these things, the devil will bind your entire head. You need to resist whatever the devil brings against your head. Lift up your hands and say, My brain is for Jesus. How many of your mobile phones? It has a memory of 128 GB and 512 GB, the highest. In the past, we used to remove contact numbers, but now all the contact numbers are saved in the memory of your phone. Photos, letters are saved in this memory. But mobile phones have a cap capacity of just 32 or 122 GB. 
it is said that your brain has a capacity of 2.5 petabytes petabytes which means a million gigabytes it's an amazing how brilliant your god has given you a brain oh powerful so god has given in your brain a memory that is million times that of a phone god is going to restore that brain for the glory of jesus christ receive that anointing now in the name of just now but we keep saying i don't remember it's a bondage we keep saying that it's because we are growing old but one but who has ever said that who has ever said that bible never says that bible never says that bible says he will renew the youth like that of an eagle bible never say that things will happen to people as they grow old it will happen to people who are not walking in the grace of god the name of jesus you have to say i'm blessed our brain our memory power will work according to what god has purposed them to be every inherited bondage is leave in the name of jesus i rebuke it now every evil spirit that causes memory loss we rebuke them as a church and from the church in the name of jesus may you be energized by the power of god inability to finish what you have started poor planning skills lack of clear goals no forward thinking these are all against your brain difficulty in expressing your feeling excessive daydreaming restlessness suicidal thoughts difficulty in awaiting your turn somebody goes before you get totally upset reading difficulty fantasies you're sitting in a dream world always you think your shahrukh khan is coming in a horse and asking you to marry you she he won't seeing shadows or hearing sounds which nobody has heard or seen chronic lateness it's a bondage you can never reach prayer on time some people cannot ever reach their wedding on time some people never reach some there are some people who never reach the wedding also hallelujah isn't it amazing i'm coming to you through the camera to your homes still you can't be on time people reminding you through the groups for some people i'm asking somebody to write the talks inside the screen to keep you focused wanting to always have a heavy dosage of caffeine wanting to smoke all the time hallucinations these are all brain issues so if you have all these At least thirty. It means that the devil is trying to bind your head up. At least ten, you can release yourself out of it now. Because of the blood of Jesus, the devil has no legal right over your brain. If you understand this truth, you resist him and say, "My head belongs to Jesus. My head will have the memory power and not forgetfulness. My head will have the memory power and not forgetfulness. Everything that the Lord wants to do through my head, He can do. He owns my head." open your mouth and lift your hands and say my head belongs to jesus let every bondage in my head leave in the name of jesus let the brain be loosed in the name of jesus let the bondage go in the name of the lord amen 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 thank you jesus just thank the lord
Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Rabba Shatta Broda Dekha Rabba Shatta Broda Lobrotosia. How to be free? Number one, you must repent of every known sin. Acknowledge it. Repent. Whatever sin you are carrying in your head, you need to confess, renounce and repent. So acknowledge. You must break off every curse that is put in your head through the name of Jesus, knowing that I'm redeemed, already redeemed from the curse of the law. It has no power. You must call on the restoring power of God to restore your brain. Our God is a God of restoration. You should submit to a prayer of deliverance over your brain. And that's what I'm going to do right now. Amen. So let's close our eyes in prayer. My head, my head. Hallelujah. God is going to send His healing power over your head in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Pray in the spirit for a few minutes now in the name of Jesus. He's wonderful. He's beautiful. Bible says he is the mighty counselor. He's everlasting father. Prince of peace. Don't live a headless life. In the name of Jesus. The Lord, Holy Spirit is bringing in power from my spirit. Don't live a headless life. Live a life of significance. In all of our lives, we have gone through some of these. I'm speaking about if you have 30 to 35 of this. There's definitely a bondage in your head. You might be born again, but you have not given your head to Jesus. If you can surrender in prayer, it will become healed. Your brain will be enlightened. Wherever the devil is attacked, the Lord will restore day by day. Your mind will be strengthened if you believe. Lift up your hands and say, Deliverance is mine. Freedom is mine. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says Jesus destroyed the head of the devil on the cross of Calvary. That's why the devil tries to attack your head. He tries to use your head. According to the word you have heard, confess and renounce the sins you have knowingly and unknowingly committed. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Confess and forsake those sins and you will have the victory of the Lord in your brain. You will think and function in a victorious manner in Jesus' name. Rabba Shantabara Bospiteri.